You're listening to The Big Show with Patrick Dumas on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Uh, the Calgary Dinos and the Mount Royal Cougars will play a Canada West semifinal best of three series starting Thursday at the Father David Bauer Arena, home of the Calgary Dinos, and uh, happy to be joined by third-year defenseman from those Calgary Dinos, Dakota Krebs. Dakota, how are you doing this morning? Thanks for taking some time and uh, chatting some hockey with me. Thank you. Yeah, great to be uh, talking with you this morning. Thanks for, ha- hey, thanks no, for having me. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, another great regular season from your group. Uh, just talk to me about some of the things uh, that have gone well for, for for the Dinos again this year. You know, uh, again, another uh, top 10 ranking in the, in the, in the, in the youth sport rankings and a, another top chance to get back to the University Cup this year. Yeah, I think um, we kind of continued some momentum from last year. We had a lot of guys that came back from that team that um, won Canada West last year. And um, I think that was their strength is, you know, we have a really tight group with uh, the, the guys at Dinos. And, um, yeah, just kind of, you know, we've had our highs and lows this season, but um, learned from everything. And we're really excited for the opportunity uh, to play Mount Royal or our Calgary rival uh, in uh, in the semifinals here. So yeah, and then just nine kilometers, obviously, just separating uh, the University of Calgary and Mount Royal University. I, I don't know if you know some other guys on that team that you've played with th- throughout your hockey career, but I'm sure there's some extra juice uh, in this one facing a rivalry, and plus with a, a trip to the Canada West final on the line. Absolutely, I think every guy on our teams. Oh, we all are. Most of us are WHL alumni. If yeah. not, we've all played against each other growing up. So. Um, there's a ton of, you know, Calgary guys on the teams too. So I've played against a bunch of them, a ton or played with them. And um, yeah, of course it brings just another level of, of competitiveness. And I think both sides are really excited to kind of get things going and, um, you know, play the way we all can. Has there been any uh, like, like uh, trash talking between the two schools in the lead up or is this, you know, it's been such a quick turnaround. You guys, are they just coming off a series victory, but has there been any, any like some fanfare thrown between the two schools in the lead up? Oh, well, I mean, I, I can't say I, I've seen anything, but you know, there's always probably some students chirping each other and stuff like that, or going to different people's games and giving each other the noise. So I wouldn't put it, uh, put, wouldn't put it to rest for sure. But there's probably some some smack talk. Nothing between us two teams, though. <laughs> Not till <laughs> the ice. Not till the ice. Uh, overall, you went three, two, and one against the the Cougars uh, during the regular season. You fell in the shootout during the the Crow Child Classic down at the Dome. But is there is there anything much you can take away from those six matchups that you can kind of apply to the to the playoff matchup, or is it kind of just like, hey, the playoffs are it's a different monster and everything gets get ramped up a little bit. Yeah, I think there's a lot of lessons from those that's the the games we play against and during the regular season. And um, you know, we've definitely learned a lot from playing uh, MRU this year. And you know, they're a great uh, a great team, but there's no doubt um, playoff hockey is what it is. It's the best of three series um, in in our rink, so we're really excited about that. But anything can happen in playoffs and that's what makes it so great. Right. And Mm -hmm. um, we're really excited for the opportunity to play these guys. You went through it last year, obviously having the, the new, the, the, the best of three formats, something that's different that you don't obviously see in the WHL. And how, how do you, do you like the best of three or did you like, Hey, the best of seven is, is is nice. It gives you a little bit more room for maybe a mistake or here or there. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely pros and cons of both. I was talking to a teammate and a younger guy on my team just recently about kind of the difference between obviously the WHL seven here three. And, and I think it definitely, I think in, you know, a series of best of seven series, sometimes you can, 
you can be like, oh, whatever, that's a throwaway game kind of thing. We'll find it in the next game where in a best of three, it's your life is on the line every single night. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely brings the intensity up another level and um, you, you lose one, it's, it's do or die. So it, I think it actually makes it a little bit more fun. Uh, on the opposition side, uh, Connor Bouchard, he was there. He's the league's leading scorer. Uh, he's obviously a threat with what he can do on the ice, but you being a defenseman, what are some things that your group needs to do to limit the damage that, that he can potentially do uh, in, a, in a short series like this? Yeah, of course. I think any great player, uh, you got to take away their time and space and make their lives very challenging. Um, he's a great player. He's a very smart, intelligent player. I've played against Connor like most of my life. So, yeah, um, yeah he's definitely a guy that he's uh, he's done a great job this year. And um, I think we're really excited to play him. I think I imagine he's really excited to play us too. Uh, we'll be talking with your, your head coach, Mark Howell, tomorrow. And just to talk about him and this coaching staff, I think the stability that they've had helps a lot. They've been around for a while and they've, they've obviously had a lot of players go through the program, but what are some things that he and the staff have done while building this program in your three years there? Yeah. I mean, um, I think our first year we played U of S and just from there, I think we, we really built as a, as a team and as a group and, you know, Mark has really instilled a lot of work ethic into our group and um, challenge us to add every corner and really hope challenge us to be our best at every level. So um, I think, each year it's been a bit of a building block and, and there's been a lot of excitement around um, what this group can become. And just in general, the dinos um, hockey and uh, where it's going with the alumni too involved. Um, those guys have been a big part of, you know, our growth as, as a organization. And, um, you know, we're really thankful for their support. And then of course our two other assistant coaches, Brad and, and uh, Sean Robertson have been amazing too. So it's uh, definitely a, a group effort and um, yeah, just very grateful for I mean, me being a third year guy, a senior guy. I'm really, really honored to be a part of this uh, organization. Uh, we're talking with Dakota Krebs, third year defenseman for the Calgary Dinos. And uh, with me on the conversation, uh, Garrett Vanderplug. Hey Dakota. I uh, just wanted to ask you here. Uh, you're, you're a former Calgary hitman as well as a uh, tri city American. And obviously that schedule in the WHL is a lot longer than the university schedule. And I've always been curious about how these youth sports games differ from a preparation standpoint. Does it feel like these games carry a bit more weight with the time in between games and, and the shorter schedule as a whole? Yeah, totally. I think um, that was the biggest adjustment coming from the WHL to youth sport was you have a whole week to like prepare for an opponent. So um, I think it definitely brings another level of development. Um, my, myself personally, like you can take, a full week to, you know, maybe one day it's working on skills and then it's like team stuff. And then of course, like when we're playing member you this week, we're working on a whole bunch of stuff, just focus on playing against those guys. So um, it's a total different shift, but it's also different in the fact that, you know, your season, um, the playoffs are starting right now. Right. And some WHL teams, you know, they have close to 20 games left. So uh, it's a big shift, but it definitely brings up the, uh, the intensity in the games for sure. Uh, talk to me about the the U Sports League as a whole. It's it might be a league that doesn't necessarily get a lot of airtime or or coverage in comparison to the AJ, uh, the BCHL now, or or even the the CHL. But it, it's still filled with a bunch of players that are ex junior players and a bunch of guys that end up moving on to the next level. Uh, just your thought on the, kind of the growth of the league as a whole. Yeah, I think it's definitely um, even for my first year. Like the league has actually got a lot more leveled out. Like I think there was. The first year, it's usually just one or two teams. Um, even a few years before I got there, 
that were like really dominant, um, that being UVA and UVS. But now there's five or six teams that are all super tight. You look at our standings and uh, everyone's within a point. So I think that's somewhere that the, the league's grown. But in general, the league itself, um, it's a really good league. I mean, I mean, you look at my numbers even personally um, from WHL to, nat- to my first year in U Sport. Um, I was a half point guy in WHL, and then I, I think I had like three points my first year in U Sports. So there's no doubt that it's a uh, step up in the fact that you know you're playing older guys. Um, you know, there's definitely the way I compare it to the WHL is that the WHL has a a bigger difference between skills. So the top end players are really good. Of course, you have those first rounders, but then you have some younger 16 year olds and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the league. So the the depth of um, skill level is quite big. Where in U Sport everyone's it's really tight it's really tight there's a lot of good players um but there's no, i wouldn't say there's any players that are going to just absolutely i mean some maybe take over a game but it's a it's a team effort almost every single night um you can't rely on one or two guys so um that's the biggest thing i've learned and it really provides the opportunity for players to um develop their game grow and uh kind of make that next step level or next step to um you or to the pro pro ranks of course too so what uh, Dakota? What are some of the things that you would say to like a, like a first year guy that you know he might have played his his four years a junior or whatnot? Like just like what would you say to him as a transition like from a, from a, a defenseman for like you're playing, you know, playing with the hitman or whatever for four years? Like what is that transition like to youth sports? It, does it get faster? Like you say, it feels like it's a heavier league with it with being a, it's an older league. Yeah, I think um, yeah, just rely on your strengths. Of course, I think you're used to being able to kind of maybe throw around some younger guys in the WHL being the strongest guy, mm-hmm. but you take that step to U sport. You're not the, you might have some strength and stuff, but it's uh, every, every player is strong. So I think that's the biggest difference. Um, it's, it's super fast too. Um, but yeah, just, I think that's also in the same breath. I think guys can make the transition good and, and be a, a contributor right away as well. Um, so that's what's really unique about you sports as well. What are some of the, the when you were growing up, what are, who are some of the defense? I don't know if, if defense was your position growing up, if that was what you wanted to be, but who are some of the players maybe that you kind of idolized growing up? Like, I want to kind of be that style. Uh, for me growing up, I mean, I really, it's kind of a weird blend, but I really enjoyed watching Shea Weber okay. and um, Nick Lidstrom actually. Mm. So, yeah, kind of a weird school. blend, but I just love, I think as a kid, I just loved watching Shea Weber shot. And then Nick Lidstrom, how could you not just love his game, right? Exactly. He was essentially perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was that booming shot from the point. Yeah. He was, he was a, he was a beast for Nashville for so many years. I he checked in with, with Peyton much uh, lately. I know he's, he's, he's still going down there with Buffalo. I know they've been having some trouble this year uh, compared to where they wanted to be last year, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It's uh, he's really enjoying his year. I mean, obviously they're not, um, you know, they're pushing for a playoff spot, and uh, you know, they're, it's not quite the same as last year. But they're, you know, they're pushing as a team, and I think they're really excited about the direction they're going. And um, I'm really proud as a brother watching yeah. Peyton. He's it's awesome to see him playing the NHL. And I think any day you're playing in the NHL is an un- unbelievable um, opportunity. So you know, I'm just really proud. Uh, being the, the games, uh, I guess you're right here in your backyard. You're going to have a, quite a few family and friends, uh, watching the series. Yeah, of course. I mean, um, I've been texting people to come <laughs> out, watch the game. So hopefully we have an awesome crowd last year during the semis. It was a really great crowd. So, I mean, if anybody's listening, wanted to hop by, watch the boys, uh, compete, um, it'd be great to have you out and, you know, FDB gets 
pretty rock and what because it's not obviously the biggest rink so yeah um but it, it gets loud and it's really fun it's a great atmosphere when when there's lots of people in there yeah and there should be some uh some of the opposition there as well being uh being such a rival being a close school should have some out rules as well so that should make for a fun opportunity go dinos.com uh slash tickets uh, if you want to go watch uh, game one on thursday game two on friday and if necessary uh game three will be on saturday you played three straight yeah, three okay. straight if uh, if needed. Yeah, if needed. Okay, well, Dakota, thank you very much uh, for taking some time out of your morning. I know you got a, a lot of prep here to get going ahead of Game One, and uh, all the best. And uh, we'll do this again. Uh, we'll hopefully talk uh, with you soon. And uh, if not, best of luck uh, the rest of the way, buddy. Thank you so much, Patrick. Have a good one. You too. There you go, Dakota Krebs, uh, third-year defenseman from the Calgary Dinos. They get ready to play the Mount Royal Cougars. Uh, in the Canada West semifinal, Game 1 goes on Thursday, Game 2 Friday, and if necessary, Game 3 on Saturday. All those games are at the Father David Bauer Arena, uh, just south of the University of Calgary campus, just north of McMahon Stadium. And, of course, Dakota joined us down the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. Uh, the best pizza past the steaks and ribs since 1975, down at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast, or call them at 403-248-3344 for pickup or delivery. Calgary Dinos, Mount Royal Cougars play game one of their Canada West semifinal tomorrow. A little battle of Calgary with our two universities, uh, two university hockey programs. And we're joined by the head coach of uh, the Calgary Dinos, Mark Howell. Mark, thanks so much for taking some time out of your morning and uh, and chatting some uh, some Dinos hockey with me. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Another great. Great regular season from uh, from your bunch. Uh, just take away uh, some takeaways from uh, this really good regular season with your guys. Yeah, you know what? It's, uh, it was a little bit different than last year. Obviously, we went on that run last year, yeah. which was kind of memorable and won 23 in a row this year. Uh, you know, obviously, you come in as Canada West champions and uh, everybody's ready for it. And, you know, you got new pieces in your lineup. It's been, uh, you know, we've had a really positive regular season, but probably a few more ups and downs than we wanted. But, uh, with those also opportunities to learn and grow and um, you know it's uh, uh, it's been um, you know it, it, like I said our guys did a great job finished second uh, we get a bye and, and now we're ready for the playoffs yeah exactly and you used a, a really strong regular season finish this year uh, to go into the playoffs do you like uh, where the team's at right now I mean you can't really complain with what the record is but overall like how your 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 makeup of your team you like the way it's setting up uh, heading into game one tomorrow yeah, you know, our uh, our last three weeks especially, we've had two buys, actually. We had a buy before Regina, yeah. right after we played Mount Royal at the end of January. Uh, and had a real good couple of weeks of practice and played Regina and then had another buy. Uh, so our last three, four weeks, uh, I think we've put in a lot of good work. And, uh, you know, I like how we're practicing, how we look in practice um, heading into the playoffs. And, um, you know, we needed to just uh, increase just a little bit of pace and, and uh, support of the puck. And I thought we did that in the last uh, three or four weeks. And, uh, guys are excited to get going. I know I, I've had some chats with uh, <clears throat> with with a few of your players uh, throughout the year, and they kind of like the practice schedule. It's you know you practice throughout the week to get ready for one game. Is there any sort of uh, like change to the practice schedule you do getting ramped up for playoffs? Is it more intense practices? Uh, because of course you got the kids, the guys obviously have to do schooling as well. But is there still that, uh, a good balance between that as well as getting a good practice in? Yeah, it's it's uh, unique because uh, you potentially could play three games in three days yeah. if we don't do it in the regular season. So uh, you want to put in the work to make sure you're conditioned and fast and uh, and ready as far as you know systems and tactics. But you also got to get some days off and uh, make sure you guys are rested and energized. So 
Uh, it's a little different in the regular season because, like I said, you got to build in some rest days and some uh, days where they can have a little bit of downtime, get some school done, because if you do play three and three, it's consuming for those three yeah. days. So um, a little bit unique. And like I said, we had the buy, so you know, we're able to manip- manipulate our schedule a little bit uh, to create uh, you know, what we think is a, is a real good balance of school, rest, and training heading into the playoffs tomorrow night. Uh, playing like a, a rival in Mount Royal, you know, only nine kilometers separate the two schools. Like, there, is there a little some extra juice heading into this playoff series because it's against a rival, or is it just hey, we know it's the same no matter if you're playing Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, no matter what, it's still it's a playoff game. But is there any more extra juice knowing that it's a it's a school in your city that you're playing? Yeah, I think two things. A guys are really excited about the playoffs and to get those started for sure, but. You know, also playing Mount Royal, your crosstown rivals. Uh, you know, I think there is uh, a little bit more there for sure. It's like you know the Oilers playing the Flames in the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. it's just there's a little bit more there. Um, a, they had our number this year. We went one and three. They went three and one. So, uh, you know, guys do know that and understand that. Um, and you know, it seems over the last number of years, every game's been close. One or two goal games. You know, they have a really good program. We got a good program and. Uh, you know, you want um, you you want to have bragging rights in your city, but you also a lot of our guys know each other too. You know, from playing together in the Western League yeah. uh, or Junior and and things like that, and you see each other around the city. And uh, so, you know, I, I think for us, uh, you want to you know you want to come out on top in your city for sure. And um, you know, it's a semifinal, and uh, the winner of this gets to go to the Canada West Finals, and, and uh, it should be a really intense fast series uh and everybody like i said is looking forward to it is there any much you could take away from the the series matchups with mount royal during the regular season that you can kind of apply to i I, it's not a it's not a big league you know you're seeing this team you're going to be seeing teams you see throughout the year but are there things you can take away from your matchups that hey that worked pretty good we could try this again or is it kind of just like a completely new animal no, I think for sure you take things away from it. And, uh, you know, I guess if we had played them in November and we hadn't played them in yeah. three months, it would be different. But we played them three, four weeks ago, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, when, you know, kind of we're nearing the end of the season, they're nearing the end of the season. Uh, and then you can support that with video. They played Saskatchewan, BC in the last couple of weeks. So we can look at what we did and how that game went. And you look how BC, Saskatchewan played them and take a little bit of, uh, out of every series out of every game they played. So, uh, I, I don't think it'll be a lot different than what we saw four weeks ago. Uh, I think we know them really well. We play them two times in preseason, play them four in the regular season. Uh, you know, I don't think it's a real mystery. They work extremely hard. They got great pace to their game, uh, and they got some really good players. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a challenge our guys are really excited about. And, uh, you know, especially with how the season series went, our guys are anxious to get going and, and make amends for that. I know, I know. I kind of I expect the answer to be like you want everybody pulling their own weight. But like, so who are some of the guys on your group that you're like you're going to be looking to to, to pull a little bit more uh, weight uh, heading into this series? Like some of your leaders that you're going to be relying on. Who yeah. are they? Well, obviously, you know they have their top line. Connor Bouchard won the scoring title, so we got to make sure we take care of that. So some of our guys are going to be key to uh, to make sure that happens, and they got some hardworking guys. So you know, Carl Petitchuk, our goaltender, is, is going to have to be really good in the net. Uh, Noah King, Sean Strange on the back end are going to have to be dynamic and shut those guys down. And then up front, we need our top two lines to be really good. Uh, Riley Stotts needs to, to have a really good series with his line. Uh, and then Connor Gutenberg and, and Colson Gegenbach, who is our leading scorer, yeah. needs to, you know, they all need to produce, but they're all going to be responsible to make sure uh, we counter their game, but also 
uh, we can control the game how we want it controlled. Um, so yeah, those are some key guys for us for sure. And, you know, physically they got some big bodies. So a guy like Dallin Mullane, Max Patterson, they're going to have to make sure they're heavy and hard uh, going into this series. Uh, you mentioned there the Mount Royal with Connor Bouchard, uh, the leading scorer in the league. Obviously, he's he's a threat to to do some things. But what are, what are some of the things that you want to do to take away to limit his damage? Well, he's just you know he had a, a decent first year this year. He was unbelievable. He's a smaller guy, yeah. but uh, really uh, aware of what's going on around him. He's he's got pretty good pace, but his his ability to see the ice and make plays, he can shoot, he can pass. He's very deceptive with his stick and his eyes. Uh, so to me, he's a guy you can't run after, you can't chase. You just got to make sure you control and keep him to the outside. And then more importantly, make sure you pick up the guys that are on his line um, because he distributes puck yeah. really well and he puts bucks into areas where guys can skate onto it and, and make plays. So you got to be aware of the guys that are on the ice with him. Uh, and then just find a way to keep him to the outside. You know, that line's still going to get some looks. They're a real good line. Of course. Uh, so we just got to make sure we limit those uh, those opportunities for, for that line. And Connor, you know, Bouchard is, like I said, he's been, he's had an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable year. and gets 57 points. So, um, you know, it, it's going to be a challenge. But, uh, you know, I think we got a game plan ready. We're chatting with Mark Howell, head coach of the Calgary Dinos men's hockey program. And uh, with some more questions, here's uh, GVP. Hey, Mark, uh, obviously you guys have had a great season and you're looking to have another great run in the playoffs here. But uh, as a coach, how do you get your guys to focus on one game at a time and not necessarily get too full of yourselves and look ahead to the, some of the next rounds? Yeah, you know, I, I think we have, uh, well, I think the, the helping part for us is we have a number of guys back. We, you know, majority of our teams back from last year that went through, you know, a three-game series in the semis, a three-game series in the finals where each game is game is its own entity and um you know you lose a game you got to turn the page quick and i think we learned that last year we won 23 in a row in our first playoff game we lost to saskatchewan and you know had to regroup quick to win game two and even in game two against saskatchewan we were down at one point and and uh you know had a real good third period came out in the third uh in, the, in game three you won six one and then u of a it was two overtime games and a two one final um so uh, you know, we had a good meeting last night. Some of our veterans spoke about what the playoffs are in this league because we have six or seven new guys that played junior where everything's best of seven. And our veteran guys really uh, did a good job last night explaining, you know, what it means to be a best of three series, how fast you got to start. You got to kind of stay in the moment, not get ahead of yourself. And uh, But it's a game three or sorry, it's a, it's a three game series. And, and, you know, it, you got to start fast. You don't have time to kind of wade yourself into the series. So, you know, I think that the thing that helps us is just we had, you know, probably 90% of our team go through it last year, uh, and they can lean on that experience that they gained through uh, through their run last year. Uh, we had a defenseman, Dakota Krebs, on the show yesterday, and, and we asked him about uh, some advice you could maybe give some of those those first-year players that are entering their first playoff series. As a coach, what, what can you say to that? What kind of a advice are you giving to some of those younger players entering their first playoff series? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it, we shared that. It's just like, it, it's, you know, pretty much all the games, even in the first round, were all one-goal games. Uh, other than the 4-1 game with Mount Royal, uh, McEwen in game one, but the rest have all been one-goal games. And uh, same as last year. It's So uh, the thing we've really stressed is simple is going to be better. Uh, you know, you just got to, you got to trust your game plan, trust what you're doing, and then you just got to kind of wait uh, and not take chances and be high risk. Uh, if you do that, it can bite you, especially against a team like Mount Royal that, 
they transition in the puck, they stretch the ice. So if you're turnover pucks and, and playing high risk hockey, you're going to be in trouble. So, uh, you know, we really stress the importance of managing the puck and just, you know, playing a, you know, a high percentage game rather than a high risk game. And, uh, you know, I think the two weeks of practices we've had have really helped, uh, you know, especially our young guys understand how that needs to go uh, game to game coming in here. Uh, you've coached in some other junior leagues like the the BCHL and, and the AJHL as well, and obviously those leagues have much longer schedules. And I asked Dakota this question yesterday as well, but I'll ask you uh, from a, from a coaching perspective, how does kind of prepping for these games differ in U Sports in comparison to some of those other junior leagues that do have a longer schedule? Yeah, well, I think um, you know our league schedule is one thing. You get four days every week to prep for two games. Uh, the playoffs is a little bit unique because, like I said, it's the best of three. Um, and uh, Noah King and Dakota talked about that yesterday in the meeting. Is in a playoff series in junior, you can get down two nothing. It's not. It's you know you got a lot of work ahead of you, but it's not urgent. Right. Where if you lose two games here, you're packing your gear and you're going home. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you, you prep. Just you know, we really focus on the details of the game and how we play and manage the game properly. And um, you know, so it's. The young guys, until you go through it, you can't really understand it. Um, we've showed some video. Uh, so, uh, And just some of the things we've done in practice have hopefully left an impression in those new guys as far as, far as how important each little moment in a game is in a, in a best of three uh, in our league because it happens fast. It's not over five days. It's over three. Uh, and you got to be ready for those things in a hurry. Uh, Mark, uh, talk to me about your goaltending. I know you mentioned there Carl Tetechuk. He seems to be the guy, but you, you got the two Carls, and they seem to be both capable yeah. starters in this league, Tetechuk and Stankowski. Uh, not, uh, you know, obviously not you know, leaning your hand on who you're going to start, but just like how, how do you have the confidence you have in just having two capable guys, knowing that it can be tough on these guys, seeing like, okay, well, one's not the guy, and the other, they're kind of splitting you know, splitting the net, like how tough is yeah. that? But also how much of an advantage is to, for you and that coaching staff to have two reliable goalies? Yeah, they, they both been really good all year. Um, you know, uh, I don't think they've had very many average games. They've had a lot of good games yeah. and some great games. So, you know, they push each other. Uh, they're stallmates. They're, uh, you know, obviously they share the net. Uh, you know, they've pushed each other. They've been competitive with, with each other, but respectful. Um, so it is an advantage for us, for sure, to have two really capable goaltenders that can win games and win a series. So, uh, you know, we like I said, we're not sure who we're going with in game one, but, uh, you know, Carl Tetuchuk went through it last year, understands it. Uh, but Sankowski, you know, he played in the Western League, uh, as did Teddy, but, uh, you know, he won a championship in, in Seattle when he was young. So both guys know what it takes to win playoff games. So, uh, you know, I think, like I said, we're very confident with both guys and, uh, and very fortunate. And this is kind of a question on like kind of like with the future and what you have to do like with your job. Like obviously you're trying to get these guys ready to play game one against Mount Royal, and you're trying to win a championship and whatnot. But being a coach for a university or college program is you only have these guys for so many years, and then you have to you know go out and get more guys. And it's it's kind of different than it is in the NCA where they're getting like 18 year olds in and whatnot. But and here you're kind of getting guys that are older out of junior careers. How much of that of your job is working on next year, getting new recruits in as well as still trying to balance, you know, the team you have in front of you. Yeah, it's imperative. Uh, right. You know, we've been on it already for the last couple of months. You know, you're, you're watching players throw junior hockey. You're talking to players, talking to coaches, GMs around the league. 
Uh, and it's changed, uh, you know, now with Instat and the way video is, we can watch a lot of players uh, online rather than have to go to games. And, you know, mm-hmm. obviously the players you like you can go watch in person. But, um, you know, it's something we have to look at all the time. And, you know, I think if you can find five to six players every year to come into your program, uh, you know, then you're never kind of in the so-called rebuild. You can just keep uh, uh, kind of keep moving forward in a positive direction. That's what we're trying to do. But uh, it does take time. And, you know, it's a lot of phone calls, text messages, lots of video work to make sure you bring in the right players for your program. And just overall, like what you've been building here, you've been in around there for the Dinos for, for a good chunk now. And you, you at the team, you're going to have a good good carryover from next year that you can still build and, and, and have a good team next year. But looking back, like what is maybe your most proud moment uh, since being the, the head coach of the Calgary Dinos? Well, I think obviously last year was uh, memorable. Um, you know, and I look at it, uh, I remember day one of training camp last year, I guess fall of 22, uh, first day on the ice, I told the guys to look around, look at the banners. I said, it's been, what is it? Uh, I think it was 27 years or something like that since we won a championship. Uh, and I said, enough's enough. And uh, we started bumpy. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we won 23 in a row and managed to win the Canada West title. Uh, just watching our players win that trophy uh, and lift it, uh, it was it was memorable. It was exciting. There was a little bit of a relief, I guess. You know, I've been 15 years and grinding away and lots of times in the final, not quite getting it done. And uh, that was probably the icing on the cake to this point. Uh, now we're chasing another one and trying to get the, the program's first national championship as well. So uh, lots to look forward to, but that was kind of the cherry on the top so far. Well, Mark, uh, best of luck uh, this weekend against Mount Royal and best of luck uh, in the future. You're building a, a great program there at the University of Calgary with the Dinos, and uh, it's been great, and I'm sure the, the Father David Bauer will be rocking there on Thursday. Thanks for having me.